and peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the entree musician and so are you. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Entree Musician. This is the space where we concentrate on the mindset, the discipline, and the focus of the Entree Musician. Today's episode, absolutely no exception, because today we are picking up on the series we began last week, which is called Abolishing Fear. And last week, we talked about the heads and tails of yes and no, not being afraid to say yes, not being afraid to say no when those options are presented. And we gave several illustrations as to why. With respect to this episode, we are talking about exposing fear. Because if you're going to abolish something, you're going to first have to expose it, bring it out into the light, probe it investigate it, find out exactly what's going on so that you can begin to develop a strategy to defeat it. Now, it's not unlike the boxer who goes, before he goes into the ring, he has already watched tapes of his opponent. He has an idea of how his opponent is going to strike or when he's going to give the uppercut or the left jab. So he has a defense that's already uh, strategized. When he goes into the ring, he's a little bit more confident about battling his opponent. Obviously, football players do the same thing. The teams watch tapes all the time of those teams that they will be playing. They want to know who the star players are. They want to know what their regular plays are so that they can develop a counter strategy. That's what we're doing today on the entree musician but before we jump into that we definitely want to say to you if you've not become a member of the entree musician today is your day to do so all you have to do is go to the entreemusician.com click on the backstage pass and there are four options that are presented you can join us as a fan as a follower as a friend or as a family member we would love for you to join our growing family of entree musicians. Now, the first thing we want to do in exposing fear is finding out what it is. Now, I'm going to share from the Holy Scriptures this passage, which says in 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And if you read that in the Amplified Version, uh, that fear is cowardice. It's a, a, a cringing, paralyzing fear. And it's interesting that the Bible says God has not given us that spirit. So fear is a spirit. Now, I understand very clearly that there are some of you who are watching who do not espouse my worldview, and that's fine. But I, I do know this. I do know that all entree musicians are intelligent, rational, clear thinking human beings who will take a truth and apply it. Wherever the truth comes from, they're going to apply it to their lives. And so thank you for those of you who continue to watch and join us, who know my worldview, who may not espouse it, but you know where to apply truth. Now that's really interesting as we just unpack that scripture a little bit, because we learned that fear is a spirit. And no matter what you believe or your level of faith, we understand that the God who created us did not give us that spirit. So where did it 
come from? Well, there's another passage of scripture in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus, who's speaking, he says that the thief, the enemy, Satan, he comes but to do three things, to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So when we do look at those scriptures in context, we can see that it is the enemy whose motive is to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the means and the tools that he uses to do so is fear, the tactic of fear. Now, it's interesting, we'll set this on the shelf because then we'll go to Webster's Dictionary and find out what Webster's says about fear. And there, they have three definitions, but the first one I want to read to you, it says that fear is an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. Now, that's really interesting. That's an interesting definition because with the exception of the word unpleasant, you would want to be aware that there is a danger approaching. Would you not? That would be wise. Okay. You would want to know, hey, there's a danger coming. What can I do either to avert the danger or if I cannot avert it, how can I conquer it? How can I go through that? Right. And make sure that there is minimal damage or as much minimal damage as possible. Okay, so we have these two definitions. We understand that fear is a spirit. We understand that it's an unpleasant emotion about the anticipation of a danger that may lie ahead. But it's interesting about this tactic, this spirit of fear, is that if it's being used by the enemy, and often it is, then that spirit is lying to you. That there may be a danger or it may not be a danger. It may be perceived danger. And so when that unpleasant emotion arises at the thought that there could be danger, it's your job and my job to investigate it, to say, okay, what's really going on? What's underneath the surface of these, of these emotions? And we have to ask ourselves why. Now, before we unpack the why, let's look at two quotes that that uh, we can also set out in front of us as we expose this demon, this spirit of fear. Number one uh, is a quote from Mark Twain in 1894, I believe it was. He talked about fear and he said, courage is proper resistance to fear, okay? Courage is not the absence of fear, but courage is the mastery over fear. So yeah, the fear may be present, but right, we can overcome it. It can be subdued. And FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president in his 1933 inaugural speech, he took a little bit of Mark Twain's quote and he just made this flat out statement that everybody repeats. What? The only thing that we have to fear is fear itself, right? You know that quote. So as we look at fear and as we begin to unpack the why of fear, we have this knowledge in front of us that fear is a spirit, okay? That fear is an unpleasant emotion of a perceived danger. It could be real or imagined. And even if the danger is real, we have a courage within us, which will help us subdue the fear because we don't have to fear fear. 
FDR. That's our summary, because again, we are dealing with primarily a spirit, an emotion, and we have to, when those emotions rise up in us, ask ourselves, why? I mean, why am I feeling this emotion? Let's just take a couple examples. Number one, let's just say that you were called to meet someone important. Okay, in whatever industry you're in, we're dealing with creatives. So maybe this person is a publisher. Uh, maybe this person is a star. You know what that means? They are an icon and they've been in the business for a long time. And you get the call because you're being considered for a particular project that they're working on. Now it's cool to be excited. You'd be excited. You, I'm sure, would be very, very nervous. But let's just say, as has happened to me, so I'm speaking from personal uh, experience here, is that real fear settles in. And you begin to second guess the entire thing. Like, wow, maybe this was a mistake. You know, I don't have the capacity to do this. You know, that person's here and of course I'm there. And you begin to second guess your capabilities. You begin to second guess your giftings. You begin to get nervous and suddenly your brain kicks into gear, specifically your subconscious mind, and it begins to invent ways to sabotage the event before before it even happens. I mean, that has happened to me. I, I'm speaking from experience. Your mind begins to think of all kinds of scenarios of why you can't do it. And if you don't stop dead in your tracks, you will sabotage it. Something will happen. Say, for example, they would even call back and they would say, you know what, we're going to uh, consider something else. So just hold off for right now. You might even breathe a sigh of relief because you've dodged a bullet. And wow, man, that that person won't find out how lame I really am or what a failure I am or whatever you say to yourself as you just go, Phew. Okay, that's not for me because you think somehow subconsciously you shouldn't break through. You should just be here. That's fear. And you got to ask yourself, why? Why? <laughs> why? Or check this second scenario out. This has happened also. Perhaps you're at an audition, right? And the person in front of you nailed the part. Okay. You know, they nailed it. They know they nailed it. Everybody on set knows, wow, that was phenomenal. And you're up next. But when you get up, <laughs> you freeze up, you can't move, you're paralyzed. You don't trust yourself. You know, you've rehearsed, you got the part down, you've prepared yourself for it, but you've talked yourself out of it because man, that guy killed it. And so I'm not even going to bring my A game. I'm just going to retreat. I'm not going to engage in battle. Ask yourself why. And here's the truth. Here's what I found out. You don't even know what they're looking for. And you've talked yourself out of the part. That's absolutely true. Yes, that person in front of you may have killed the part, but perhaps you have the look. Perhaps you have the height. Perhaps you have the persona, the spirit that they want to employ along with your ability. So if you can do the part well or good or great, maybe not exceptionally, but you have the rest of the total package, that's what they needed. But before you even 
got there to consider that and let them call you <laughs> or call you back and say, no, thank you. You have defeated you. And wow, doesn't that go with the enemy coming to steal, kill and destroy? You've done it to yourself because you've allowed the spirit of fear to conquer you instead of you or I conquering that fear. I hope you feel this. You know, often these fears and phobias are developed in us as children. I mean, psychologists can tell you that perhaps it was a parent or a guardian, a teacher, someone of influence who, because they were either trying to protect you for sure, or maybe because they did not want to engage with you. They wanted to save themselves some time from engaging with you that they would tell you things like, hey, don't, don't jump off of that. You might fall and break your leg. Right? You've heard that before? Hey, hey, don't, don't do that. Get down from there. Sit down somewhere. Well, maybe you might have broke your leg. I don't know. Maybe it might have hurt a little bit. But what you were doing in that moment was you were testing yourself. You were, you were taking a risk. You were developing confidence, right? And if you did fall, right, and you got back up and it hurt a little and you tried again, you would say, hey, Yo, this is something that I can do. Now, it's interesting because as I was putting this episode together, I happened to be at the gym watching uh, the big screen TV as I was working out. And uh, it was amazing that at that very moment, that morning, I should say, they were featuring all of these daring stunts that people have done over the years. It was like, wow. I mean, they're doing these this water skiing and they're doing these tricks and all of that on, a wa on the water, traveling at high speeds. Then they would show this mountain climber on this steep, severely steep mountain, just going up it. And they would take the camera and show the different angles. And this person is like, and you're, you're scared <laughs> for them, but they are courageously, fearlessly travailing that mountain or what they call it, scaling the mountain. And then they would show motorcycles that, that are, are, are doing these amazing jumps and, and even skateboarders as they're going down these steep steps. Somewhere, you know, in their formative years, they had someone who was speaking strength and speaking courage into their lives, right? I mean, I know I'm not cut out to do that. I, I just know I'm not, you know, so fear is not even an issue. It's not me. It's just like the person that wants to play or go out for the Lakers, but they're three feet, eight inches tall. You know, they're not very good at basketball. I mean, we're talking about practicalities here, right? I'm not cut out to do those things, but those people who were skydivers, bungee jumpers even, you know, deep sea diving, all of those things take courage. Is there an element of fear involved? Yes, but they have learned to subdue the fear, to go for their dreams and to accomplish and achieve what is set before them. So the question becomes, what about you? What about me? 
What questions are you asking yourself as you expose that emotion of fear that creeps up inside of you? Every time an opportunity comes around that you know you can do, that you know not only are that you can do it, but you're supposed to do it. It's yours. It's for you. When are you going to stop allowing fear to get the upper hand in something that is yours? Have you asked yourself the question? You're not that little girl anymore. You're, you're 32 years old, right? It's time to climb out of that comfortable cocoon and go for it. You're not that eight-year-old little boy whose cousins bully him on the playground. You are a husband and you are a father, right? And not only for you to step out and step onto that stage that you know is designed for you, but you can set an example for your children so that they can see strength, so that they can see courage, so that they can be mindful of destiny and how destiny requires discipline, but it also requires daring. And you can overcome and abolish fear. That's why this episode, this series even, is important to entree musicians because I hear it all the time. First of all, as I said before, it was something that I struggled with. Secondly, I still hear it from grown men and women who are saying, well, you know, and you can see it. You can see the fear in their eyes. Step above the mediocrity. Step above the normalcy. Step out into the light that is designed specifically to shine on you and your dream. That's why we're here. That's what we're doing. So I'm gonna give you a homework assignment. Here's what I want you to do, okay? Today, okay? Make a list of the fears and phobias that have trapped you for the last year, for the last five years. Or you might want to even go back into your childhood and go, what have I always been afraid of? Okay, <laughs> the dark, <laughs> you know, monsters. I'm serious. You know, what was it that always did something to me? I could feel that tickle crawling up my spine when I thought about this. And then ask yourself, why? Why did that frighten me? Was it because someone introduced that into my spirit? Was it something that my I let my imagination run away with and I just kept it close to my pocket that if I'm ever in that situation, it could be real. You may need to talk to somebody, honestly. I'm being very honest. Listen, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be this surface guy here giving you a motivational talk. What we're talking about here is our lives and our careers as entree musicians and what we've been put on this planet to accomplish. And too often, fear has stopped us. So yes, you wanna do this homework assignment. You wanna write down on the paper, why? And if you need to talk to somebody, a counselor, a pastor, you call, you set up the appointment and go, no longer am I allowing fear to have the upper hand in my life. There are things that I am meant to do that nobody else on the planet can do because they were designed for me to accomplish. You expose that element 
and you rise above it. You can do it. All right. I'll be praying for you with regard to that if you receive my prayer. Now, listen, I was listening to some uh, previous podcasts and somewhere along the line, I had designed a blessing that I would speak over you uh, at the end of every podcast, but somehow uh, I got away from it. I don't know why I don't have an excuse for it, but I got away from it. So what I want to do is resurrect that over you right now. And I want to speak a blessing and I want you to do the homework assignment because next time that we get together, we're going to go further down the road of absolutely abolishing fear. I don't have a title for it yet, but we are on that road of abolishing it and standing strong together as entre musicians. So let me say this to you. May you win, my friend. May you prosper, grow, and succeed. May you fully fulfill your purpose on this earth with more than enough time to enjoy your life. May your problems be few. May your celebrations be many as you fulfill and live out your dreams. In the name of my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. I freely offer that blessing to you. I trust you freely receive it. Hey, we are here to do great things. We are here to accomplish our goals. We are here to establish greatness in our lives and in the lives of others we influence. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician, but you know what? Here's what's important. So are you. Fear not, and I'll see you next week.